Hello and welcome to the program UFO Warning. In this episode we're talking about the Child's Witted UFO Encounter. That's correct, the Child's Witted UFO Encounter. Now, the first report comes to us from theblackvault.com, written by John Greenwald. And if you haven't been to theblackvault.com, you should check it out. He's got all kinds of documents over there. He His thing is, he does FOIA requests just nonstop, and, and he gets so much cool, really relevant information. Very factually based site. Now, the title of his article says, Project Blue Book, The Child's Witted UFO Encounter, July 24, 1948, Montgomery, Alabama. He starts off, he says, on July 24, 1998, an event occurred that would not only change the lives of two experienced airline pilots, but would also play a critical role in shaping the unfolding UFO phenomena in the United States. I remember Roswell's in 1947. The Child's Witted UFO Encounter near Montgomery, Alabama, remains one of the most significant and controversial UFO sightings in history. After extensive investigation by Project Blue Book, the U.S. Air Force's long-running official inquiry into unidentified flying objects, the incident was labeled as unexplained. It was later argued that many years later the object was a meteor. However, many remain unconvinced to this day. So basically what they've done is they've gone down, they've done an investigation, or at least pretended like they did, you have two experienced pilots, expert, reliable witnesses, and they really can't call these guys liars. They really can't, they really don't want to try to deperson them because, you know, they're standing in their social standing in the community. The fact that they are airline pilots, which, you know, this is 1948, that would have still been a really big deal. I respect their profession, you know, just like today. So they don't want to, they don't want to hammer these guys and, you know, let people start thinking that they're allowing uh, mentally unstable pilots to, f to fly passengers. So they just kind of let things cool down a little bit. And then, like they said, they, they just let it drag out, let it drag out, let it, let it drag out, and then years later say, well, we think this is probably a meteor. And the fact is, these two pilots described how this UFO moved, and you know what? Meteors don't uh, accelerate upwards toward the sky. Meteorites come down from the sky and hit the earth, or maybe it goes zipping past earth, you know, in the, in, in, in the stratosphere. What you don't see meteorites do is loop-de-loops and right-hand turns and shoot back up into the air. That's not how it works. Now, Greenwald does have the links to the articles here. He goes on, he describes the encounter. He says, the witnesses to this event were two experienced commercial pilots, Clarence S. Childs and John B. Witted. On that faithful night, they were piloting an Eastern Airline Douglas DC-3 passenger plane from Houston to Atlanta. At approximately 2.45 a.m., while cruising at about 5,000 feet near Montgomery, Alabama, they reported seeing a bright light in the distance. As the light drew closer, it became clear to the pilots that this was not an ordinary aircraft. They described it as a cigar or torpedo-shaped object, about 100 feet long, with no wings, and emitting a bright light from its underside. The object was said to have a double row of windows through which bright lights glowed, and it left a trail of fire in its wake. Both Childs and Wood had claimed the object shot past her DC-3 at high speed before, claiming into the, before climbing into the clouds with a tremendous burst of flame. The encounter lasted a mere 10 to 15 seconds, but it left a lasting impression on both men. They later sketched similar pictures of the object, providing some of the earliest and most detailed eyewitness accounts 
what be, of what would become known as a UFO. And if you look at these pictures, clearly it's cigar-shaped. It looks like almost like a blimp-shaped. On the sides of this thing, they've diagrammed out these long rectangular windows of which the light was emitting from, and then in the back, this fire thrusting out the back like it's some sort of a rocket. It says the U.S. Air Force initiated an investigation into the sighting under Project Sign, their predecessor to Project Blue Book. The official Project Blue Book documentation regarding the incident includes the following, quote, Both pilots stated under interrogation that the object was definitely a mechanical device of some type. An exhaust trail 50 times the length of the object was seen as the object pulled into a cloud bank to the ESC. No sound was heard, no odors detected, and the object was picked up by radar. While early Project Sign investigators were intrigued by the pilot's claims and considered the possibility that they had seen an extraterrestrial spacecraft, the final assessment of Project Blue Book concluded that Charles and Witted had misidentified a meteor. That might be concerning to me, because if these guys could misidentify a meteor, maybe they could misidentify a runway and end up on a highway somewhere. Wow. However, this explanation has been met with criticism. Well, it should be met with ridicule, really. Skeptics point out that the pilot's description of the object's maneuvers, specifically the abrupt change in direction, does not align with known behavior of meteors. In addition, the detailed descriptions of the object's structure and lighting suggest an engineered mechanical craft rather than a natural phenomena. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I've, I've never seen a meteor yet with uh, side windows, side viewing windows, with light emitting out the sides. New to me. The Charles Witted UFO encounter stands out as one of the most significant UFO sightings for several reasons. First, the witnesses were experienced pilots, lending credibility to the report. Secondly, the sighting was one of the first to describe a UFO as a structured mechanical craft, which has since become a common characteristic in many UFO reports. Moreover, this case played a significant role in shaping official and public attitudes toward UFOs in the U.S. The incident helped prompt the U.S. Air Force to launch Project Blue Book, which ran from January 1952 to 1969, and collected, categorized, and analyzed over 12,000 UFO sightings. The official files for the case are below. It is noted that due to the age, some are not readable. However, it is recommended to continue through the PDF file as many more are not as bad as some of the initial pages. And he has a link there where you can look through these things. Isn't that awesome how they can just keep this stuff under, under lock and key for 50, 60 70, maybe even 80 years. Amazing. Now, I'm going to look at one other uh, report on this. This is from UFO Report. It says the Charles Witted UFO encounter, an enigmatic aerial event in the early days of modern UFO sightings. They've got a couple of nice illustrations that these guys draw. They describe the colors black and then lighter, it says in the window. So this must have been where the light came out. Looks like it, they're claiming that it was 100 feet in length. Now, if they're telling us that this uh, fire exhaust came out 100 times the distance of the craft, that would mean that thing that that, that, that fire trail stretched for about a mile. That seems like an unusually long uh, stretch of uh, exhaust, even for a large meteor. 
The child's witted UFO encounter, which took place on July 24, 1948, is one of the most intriguing and well-documented UFO sightings of the early modern UFO era. This incident involved two experienced commercial pilots, Clarence Childs and John Witted, who reported observing a cigar-shaped UFO while flying over Alabama. The sighting garnered significant attention and prompted an official investigation by the U.S. Air Force. In this article, we will examine the details of the Charles Witted encounter, the subsequent investigation, and the lasting impact of this enigmatic sighting on UFO research. Now, as Greenwald pointed out, they were coming from Houston to Alabama, <clears throat> so it sounds like maybe they were coming in uh, to the landing zone here, and that's why they, they were at the 5,000-foot um, altitude range. It says, the night of July 24, 1948, Captain Clarence Childs and co-pilot John Witted were flying on Eastern Airlines Douglas DC-3 passenger aircraft near Montgomery, Alabama, when they encountered an unusual aerial object. At approximately 2.45 a.m., the pilots observed a large cigar-shaped object with a row of brightly lit windows moving at high speed toward their plane. The object reportedly emitted a bright bluish-white light from its rear and passed the DC at a close distance before ascending rapidly into the sky. Notice it says it ascended rapidly into the sky. I think that kind of precludes this thing being a meteorite. Both Childs and Witted were experiencing were experienced pilots and former military aviators making their testimony particularly compelling. A passenger on the plane, C.L. McClevey, also reported seeing a bright light outside the aircraft during the encounter, further corroborating the pilot's account. Here you go. You have two expert witnesses in the front seat and a passenger in the back, and they all saw the same thing. The investigation, it says, the child's witted sighting occurred during a period of heightened public interest in UFOs following Kenneth Arnold's famous sighting in 1947. The U.S. Air Force, which had recently established Project Sign to investigate UFO sightings, quickly launched an inquiry into the incident. Despite an extensive investigation, no conclusive explanation for the sighting was found. The official Air Force report suggested that the pilots might have seen a meteor, while others speculated that the object could have been a secret military aircraft or even an extraterrestrial spacecraft. The case was later re-examined under Project Blue Book, the Air Force's successor to Project Sign, but remained classified as unidentified. Goes on, it says, The Child's Witted UFO encounter is notable for its well-documented nature, the credibility of witnesses, and the fact that it occurred during the early days of modern UFO sightings. The incident contributed to the growing body of evidence for unexplained aerial phenomena and fueled public interest in the subject. The sighting also played a significant role in shaping the direction of official UFO investigations. The Air Force's inability to provide a definitive explanation for the encounter demonstrated the complexity and elusiveness of the UFO phenomena, prompting further research and analysis. Well, they were dealing with two expert witnesses, two reliable witnesses, and these pilots, and they had a passenger on board, all seeing the same thing. And as I read, the the pilots actually uh, created illustrations of these things independently. Moreover, the Charles Witted incident helped to establish the archetype of a cigar-shaped UFO, which has since become 
a recurring motif in the UFO reports and popular culture. The case remains an essential piece of UFO history and a point of fascination for researchers, enthusiasts, and skeptics alike. Look, I've read about these cigar-shaped UFOs going clear back into the 1800s, probably a lot further back than that. Maybe they didn't call them cigar-shaped before, you know, before oh, Europeans and people in this country started smoking cigars, but they definitely have seen that kind of shape. And I think these things even appear on some of these uh, cave etchings and paintings and the like. So this notion of the cigar-shaped UFO goes back a long ways. Testament to Unexplained Aerial Phenomena says the Child's Witted UFO Encounter stands as a testament to the enigmatic nature of unexplained aerial phenomena and their enduring impact on our collective imagination. The sighting's well-documented nature and the credibility of its witnesses make it a compelling case that continues to challenge our understanding of the unknown. As we continue to explore the mysteries of the skies, the Child's Witted Incident serves as a reminder of the complexity and the allure of the UFO phenomenon which has captivated our curiosity for decades. Well, anybody that's seen one of these things and uh, has any common sense becomes curious. So, I think it's what's so cool about this particular case, though, is that you had these two pilots in the front seat of that cockpit, and both of them had enough courage to come forward, not only make their report, but draw illustrations of what they saw, and it was done in such a way, it was done so technically correct that the debunkers weren't able to come along and just blow it out of the water. Great case. Anyway, until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.